I mean, functionally, a clit and a penis aren't that different, so I guess. Right. Dave, are you okay? (laughs) No, I'm not okay at all. (laughs) (laughs) Heroin to the clit hit me hard, man. (laughs) I like that he's fairly banal about talking about needles and the penis, but then you go needle and the clit, Dave's like... Because the size ratio, man. Never would a medical professional be like, hot shot to the pussy, and just like... No, they could. There are good movies, and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here, because this is shitty cinema. Hi-ya! We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. Yeah. And Juice. Oh, hi. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? Well, we finished up a very lifetime Christmas last week with Unvogue Christmas, and now we are kicking off Game Over Month. Uh, we are looking for the absolute worst we can find of movies that were adapted from games. I'm talking board games, I'm talking video games, uh, just any game that has been made into a terrible, terrible movie, we're going to watch it. So, Casey, you are getting us started for the month. What did we watch today? From 2006, based on one of my favorite fighting games the Xbox had to offer, (coughs) Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah, let me be specific. That's one of my favorite Xbox fighting games. Don't look at me like that, Jay. Okay. Calm your face down. From Paul W.S. Anderson. uh, (laughs) Big dubs, as we call them around this place. This is a fantastic masterpiece. (laughs) Okay. Is it? Well, let's not try to blow your load too quick, Casey. I will. I know you will, but that's why I'm going to stop you. And first, I'm going to have to give you an elevator pitch that you sell to me in about 10 seconds or less, all right? Okay. All right. You were out partying all night, as you do, but special night, you're in Hong Kong. You get home, you got a whole nother round of fucking bar stops to make. You get out of the shower, and the Hong Kong police are there. They uh, they know you stole that 50 cases of liquor, and they're going to stop you. Casey. <laughs> well, as surprised as you are, they are just as surprised as when you kick all of their asses. And the second yeah. that you get done, you hear a whoosh. And in comes an invitation to the next DOA championship. It hits you in the neck, and you start to bleed profusely. You got 10 seconds before you bleed out. Sell us this movie. Follow four hard-body fighters through a plot thinner than a G-string to defeat Eric Roberts in this culture-vulture cave of doom to save all of humanity while making time for volleyball and boys. Nine Nine seconds. seconds. Hell yeah. Well done, Casey. I feel like you packed a lot into that elevator pitch. It was really specific. It, almost like packing an old man in a suitcase in an elevator, uh, which actually happened in the movie. Hot ass Christie stuffs an old man in an in a suitcase after robbing him. Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Like the Dead or Alive video games, DOA the movie focuses on a female ninja, Kasume, who left her clan alongside Kung Fu super spy Christy and pro wrestler Texas Gale, Tina. Mmm, Jamie baby, keep it going on. No, Juice, stop. We'll visit your corner later. Although this is a very Juice movie. Mm -hmm. We get some paper-thin reasons for why Christy, Tina, and the other characters from the game are joining the DOA tournament. It's an elite fighting tournament only open to the best in each specialized fighting style. So kind of like UFC. 
Uh, but instead, we've got pro wrestlers, ninjas, and a chick who's really good on roller skates. After skydiving onto the island, each combatant is given a physical, you know, that puts them into a character select screen. Hint, hint. Part of the physical is getting some nanomagic robots injected into their blood. And we get a classy welcome speech from the obvious villain and tournament host, Donovan, played by Eric Roberts. Mmm, low light daddy. What movie doesn't start better with nanomaguffins? I mean, come on, am I right? <laughs> It, it leaves wiggle room. I'll give you that. Case, I don't want to know what a low light daddy is. Oh, I've got wiggle room for low light daddy. Just so you know. Nope. There's always room for Jello and Eric Roberts. <laughs> like, or Eric Roberts in Jello. Jell-O. In Eric Roberts? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> However, you want to like structure that sentence. Yes. Eric Roberts in a bathtub full of Froyo. Mm. Oh, why did it? We're going to make Greek yogurt if you know what I mean. No, hey. I don't like that at all. No. Yes. I'm sorry. Fire. No. All right. Once everything's set up, the movie tries to produce a plot and remain faithful to a video game about punching, primarily known for its jiggle physics. Uh huh. So naturally, Christy wants to pull off a heist. Kasumi is investigating her missing brother. And Tina just wants people to think wrestling isn't fake or something. Yeah. No, she wants to prove that she's a real fighter. I mean, she can also do fake wrestling, but she's a real fighter. Yeah. And she's even picked on about it, the real fighting thing when they're playing volleyball, because, you know, of course, DOA the movie has an obligatory volleyball scene. Yeah, it's DOA. The volleyball games are more popular than the DOA. Okay, <laughs> okay but that's yeah. true. We that's Sports true. is popular. It doesn't have to be something bad all the time. Casey, have you ever played a DOA beach volleyball game? Because it is not a relaxing sports game. If you weren't looking at the screen, it would sound like porn is playing. <laughs> Okay, what is a lot of porn noises? People exhaling, you know, like it kind of just sounds like sensual yoga, like, ah. No, I I have played volleyball with you. You do not sound like the DOA beach volleyball girls. I certainly don't. It turns out that Kasumi's brother was captured by Donovan a year ago, so Donovan could experiment on the greatest fighter in the world. Donovan captures the main cast and uses some jokelies with a laser pointer in the middle to download their moves. I bet there were no cats on that island. They would slap that the fuck right off his head in a heartbeat. Donovan shows off his super shades to his secret world buyers by taking Kasumi's brother out of cold storage and just beating the shit out of him. He immediately sells this tech to every single one of the buyers, even though it technically just makes you really good at punching and guns still exist and are a thing. Wait. So like you can you can just shoot. Hold it. on, Dave. Are you telling me that all world disputes aren't settled by martial arts tournaments? Donovan gets ratted out by a nerdy henchman and then gets defeated by the combined efforts of like seven or so named characters I'm not paying attention to. After knocking his glasses off, Kasume paralyzes Donovan and then everyone cliff dives into the ocean as he's blown up in his secret base's self-destruct sequence. That freeze frame of the female characters at the end of the movie felt like the I don't know what to do with my hands meme, but like in cinema form. Yeah. Like, shit, we've just, oh, like, oh, shit, we're at the end of the movie, and I don't know what the fuck to do to end the movie. Freeze frame, I guess. I would say yes to any other style of movie, but this is a Paul W.S. Anderson film, a video game movie. Is that a style of movie, a Paul W.S. Anderson movie? Resident Evil. Yeah, I mean, a Paul W.S. Anderson video game movie in particular. Right, he does quite a few of them. 
I don't think he's an Uvi Bowl. Okay, you make fun of the no hand, don't know what to do with your hands ending of the movie, but that's a very video game ending movie. Okay, like sure. You would see that at the end of an, a video game. And that's right. this movie stuck so true to a game. Exactly. If, Not a good video game. <laughs> felt like I a live like a action version game, of playing the game. Right, I could see that being a freeze frame at the end of the game. That's not some kind of fucking masterpiece. It started out just like it would in a game as well, because they have characters throwing swords, running over the back of like 30 henchmen, using their sword <laughs> like one of those little yes. green pea ledges in Super Mario and like bunging over a giant wall off a cliff. To all of a sudden be wearing a parachute. No, no, no. Not a parachute. She's got a glider <gasps> hiding. Right. It's Kasumi. It's a fucking hand yeah. glider. Hang glider. Hang glider. And so she rips her fucking robe off and a hang glider pops out and she starts hang gliding. The opening to this movie, it just sets the scene for this yes. entire fucking experience. You are so because right. Because it's, it's the three main characters and we get their background as though you would if you were watching an arcade box. Yes. They always did that at the beginning when you <laughs> started yeah. the game up it was yeah, like right. here's like a 15 second like oh what so we get kasumi right which we've we've talked about a little bit and she <laughs> ends up running over the heads of a ton of guards and and escaping and then the next one which is arguably juice's favorite but actually no i think juice is the third the second one is with jamie presley Oh, no. Jimmy Presley's scene was great. They portrayed her character wonderfully. Did they? She was a bikini-wearing wrestler who just yeah. fucking kicks your ass. I think it was the American flag bikini that drew you in, Juice. No, it wasn't that, but it was what <laughs> sold it for sure. All right. All right. I'll take that. Just seeing Jamie Presley in a movie automatically makes me feel like the film is dated. <laughs> I don't know about you. Is that a bad thing? Not I I don't know if it's a bad thing necessarily. It's just she had a very she had a she had a time frame. Right. Of her career. And it's a time frame that I associate with like flip phones. Like it just immediately pulls you out of the universe. Like, oh shit, was that a Motorola? Oh my God, Jamie Presley. Remember when she was a thing? Hell no, but they also moved in on the fucking fact that like it's modernized. There's Somali pirates that are coming on her boat and they're going to fucking stop her. And she's like, nope. I'm going to fucking kick all y'all asses, and then I'm going to DOA because I'm that badass. And the head of the pirates is the same guy that played Liu Kang in the Mortal Kombat movies. Liu Kang! (laughs) Also directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Was it really? Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's why this movie, in my opinion, smacks of greatness. No, he doesn't get points in this for Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, no, he does. (laughs) Like, the fact that he had already made Mortal Kombat before this shows that he should have known better. Okay, well, you still have to respect a Coppola film because he made fucking The Godfather, so, you know what I mean? You absolutely do not. It's always implied. But, Jay, you did make a good point. My favorite fucking character and my favorite entry scene into this movie was Christie's. The assassin super spy. That's just because she's got her tits out. (laughs) Well, we don't get to see them. But not only does she have her tits out, thank you fucking glory, she kicks some 
super fucking ass. Not only getting dressed while she's kicking people's asses, which I didn't know was a thing that existed in cinema until I fucking watched this movie. <laughs> Just as, like, my diary's being read. And and she is, she's in her hotel room. She gets raided by the French police because she gets ratted out for stealing some diamonds that she did steal by her partner. And she uses that opportunity to kick her ass out of there, including a moment where... Her bra goes flying up in the air, and after she beats everybody up, she sticks her arms up, and the bra slides right on. She whips a dude in the face with a towel so hard he blacks out. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you probably popped one of his eyeballs. Someone should check on him. Someone should definitely check on him. And then... As you said, Casey, as she's leaving, she stuffs an old man in a fucking suitcase. (laughs) That's true. So she can steal his trench coat. Yeah, she robs him and then stuffs him in a suitcase. (laughs) I mean, he looked like a gentleman and there's a woman in her underwear in the elevator. She probably could have just asked for his coat and he would have given it to her. But here's the deal. If she had done that, Dave, she would have not gotten her invitation to DOA. Oh, I'm glad you said that, (laughs) No, 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 no. Stop, (laughs) stop. It wasn't because she's a good fighter. (laughs) They were waiting. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that off camera there's a team of like DOA judges watching this on CCTV going hang on wait and see if she robs the old guy first wait and see if she robs the old guy first oh okay wait did she put him in the suit okay now send the invitation no I'm totally just I'm 100% in on this I think you're right because I have Dave I think you're right I think there's a panel of judges I was thinking about this when I was just watching the movie how do I apply for the job to be the guy that throws the fucking dagger thing <laughs> to invite people to DOA, right? Because because you need to like have a, a talent pool that somebody has scouted out for you, and then you watch over them until they do something fucking incredible, and then you get to throw a fucking weapon at them. Like, if they don't fucking pay attention, do you just kill them? Yes, they Oops. have to always be ready, and it's also, they pick the people that shoot those little DOA ninja stars by people who are good at that Aerosmith stand-up arcade game that shot the CDs. Oh, Oh, yeah, it's the I same. It's game. the same gun, but sharper. This kind of felt like a Skechers ad sometimes. Like it was a very like 2006 Skecher vibe. Like right. Okay, guys, if we can actually milk a plot out of this movie from the intros that we've got, what are we gonna do? Where do we go? We take it to lipstick lesbian scenes because this is fan service. <laughs> Okay. This oh, is what oh, we need. Uh, oh shit! No, you're right. They all had kind of they had the um, fake romance between Christy and Tina. Okay, but that's hilarious. Oh yeah, and what's even better is Kevin Nash, who plays Tina's dad, who's also on the island <laughs> as a fighter. Yeah, keeps walking in on her in like precarious positions with other girls who pretend to be her girlfriend just to yeah. fuck with her dad. <laughs> And he's so supportive. He's totally fucking cool with it. He's perfect. He does everything right. He's like, oh, okay, well, let me leave y'all alone. Blah, blah, blah. Nice to meet you. And then when he sees her with Kasumi rather than Christina, he's like, oh, my God. Does does Christina know about you guys? Yeah, like knows. he was like kind of bummed about you know Christina and Tina not working. I'm like you know I want to support you, but like 
you gotta like cross your T's, dot your I's, honey. Yeah, and <laughs> this was at the moment that he came in and they were about to fight. Like, they just got paired up. Yeah, her, Tina and her dad had to fight each other and he comes into her room. And he was like, all right, we'll do it fucking later we'll then. We'll do it in the morning. Yeah, I see that you're busy. We'll we'll do this in the morning. Kevin Nash is a fucking hero of this movie. He's a Without gem. A yeah, he's also very, very kind. Do you think he's I mean, nice in real life? I'm always afraid to Google that kind of stuff. I'm always disappointed. Maybe Kevin Nash is in Magic Mike, right? But in DOA, we have girl power. We got Kasume Uh and Tina and Christy and Helena. Like, there's tons of badass bitches. Right. The only, like, real dick energy in this movie is Kasumi's brother. Hayate? Yeah, well, nah, because Hayabusa, too. Hayate and Hayabusa. Yeah, it was Kasumi's brother. No, you're right. Actually, her brother was the big dick energy of the movie. I was talking about her bodyguard at first, but yes. Hayabusa. Yeah, like, he literally walked up. He's like, hey, go distract homeboy for me. And then he walked up into Eric Roberts' mainframe and just started whipping everybody's ass. Anybody that came to him, he was just, like, that was the only action scene of the movie, I think, that really just was so well put together. And the actor that plays Hayabusa, Ken Kusugi, is criminally underused. He is a talented martial artist and also in some good video game films. So if you want to continue Game Over Month, you can check out Tekken 2 with him in it, which I haven't watched yet, but I need to. He's also in Ninja Shadow of a Tear 2, which I also haven't watched, but looks like my kind of trash, so... I would definitely watch him in a video game movie. I think he's fantastic. They couldn't super use the people that could do martial arts really well because it would kind of make all the main characters look bad. And we're like, well, why don't they just send that guy? (laughs) Right. And also, I mean, we had to have a volleyball scene. That's true. That's true. And if you had too much kung fu, the volleyball scene wouldn't fit in. And honestly, (laughs) let me tell you, the volleyball scene, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want people to get confused. I think you're right, Juice. They got to keep it kind of gentle because you don't want like boner violence, boner violence. Like keep it, keep it loose. Just boner, boner, little light slapping, boner. It's okay. It's okay. That's why the infiltration scene was done alongside of the volleyball scene. You had crazy fucking kung fu fighting, and then you had well, what DOA really is just amazing volleyball bikini action. I'm gonna say that's not my favorite part they kept from the fighting game. Mine is the rain fight scene. Oh, between Helena and Christy. Yeah, I love playing the rain level, so... In DOA the movie, it's more of an excuse for us to get Christy and Helena wet than it is to show (laughs) off Kung Fu. Yeah, they're, they're not good martial artists. It wasn't just senseless violence. It was also peppering in Christy reliving the fight in her mind so she could remember the tattoo on the back of Helena's neck, which just happened to be the code to the safe downstairs. So it was like a reminiscent. It was so dramatic. It was so everything was slow motion. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Because a major plot point of this movie is that Helena's father has this secret safe with the information that they need to capture stored inside it. And the code to this safe is tattooed on Helena's body. 
So her dad's idea for how to protect his most valuable data was to lock it up and then tattoo his, I assume, infant child? She wasn't 18 because one of the big plot points is that she's finally old enough to compete in DOA 21. this year. Right. 21. So he, her dad's only been dead right. for like a year. Still, though, he tattooed his child with the code to his safe. Well, possibly at 18. Maybe maybe at 18. That's both reckless and not a good security. <laughs> like, what do you do if you change the code on your safe? What's that saying, like, say it, forget it, write it, regret it? Like, you're not supposed to write it down. Right. Plus, like, presumably his daughter isn't supposed to have access to this safe. So, like, what, 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 what did that conversation sound like? Like, hey, honey, I need you to get this strange cryptic symbol tattooed on your body. Um, don't ask me what it's about. It's not really a cryptic symbol. Stop pretending like it's encrypted. It's a Buddha head and then the numbers and a symbol backwards. But it's obviously backwards. Yeah, so you can read them when you hold it up to a mirror or like look at it and recognize them as numbers. Also, she's way more likely to be fucking beheaded or like skinned. One of the obvious issues is that they choose the wrong type of three to do it backwards because it's that three that starts out jagged at the top and does like a sideways V, but then arcs with a big like wheel for the bottom part of the three. And it, it like the, it's not ambiguously an E. It's obviously a backwards three, and it gives the whole thing away. Oh, juice, bad news. Um, originally, Christy did appear nude in the towel fighting scene. They censored it to get a PG-13 rating. Fuck you. Oh, man. Juice, you got to find the director's cut. Yeah. Where's the Paul W.S. Anderson? Yeah, yeah you, you do, actually. Get yourself a DVD. It's in the deleted scenes. And then get yourself something that can play a DVD because it's 2020 and who uses that? It's 2021. Okay, they didn't show her boobs, but they did have pretty tiny clothing like the game. Now, they didn't have the cartoonish Jessica Rabbit proportions, thank God, because I'd hate to see what giant prosthetic tits on everyone would have looked like. That would be awful. The, like, super exaggerated drag queens were just like, these are assault weapons, too. Mm -hmm. Pow, pow. <laughs> like, they could kill a man. Nightmares. Yeah. Or maybe a small farm animal. Can I can I bitch about something kind of mundane? Sure. I know Christy wasn't planning to jump out of a plane to land on DOA Island, but she should have taken her fucking shoes off before landing because Why? she's wearing high heels and lands in the <laughs> ocean and somehow keeps them on. No, the fuck yeah. you don't. She also jumps out of like an exploding building window and jumps down like two stories on some bamboo walkway and doesn't falter. <laughs> just like, I'm okay, it's a kitten hail. <laughs> no, no. What kind of I love comfort bullshit are you trying to push? There's no high heel you could do that in that you'd be comfortable. Go fuck yourself. She looked fantastic, though. She did. So you're fine with roundhouse kicks and high heels, just not <laughs> skydiving into the ocean and high heels. Correct. And jumping down two stories. It's not like a platform heel. It's like a stiletto. Hey, <laughs> no. if, we, if we give up on roundhouse kicks and heels, we're going to lose a lot of content from shitty cinema, dude. That's true. Right? But now I'm picturing a kung fu movie where like the dramatic endings coming up and they have to jump out of the building. But the female protagonist stops to do that, like slip off her shoes, hook them over the finger thing. Fuck yeah, I, I would. <laughs> 
I very much know you would. I'm using you for the mental image. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. You can tell me you're in as much shape as you want to. The human ankle cannot withstand that. Listen, I could go on and fight about this movie all night, but just like the game, we have less than three minutes and then we're timing out. No, we'll have a little more of that. But Jay, I need to know, dead or alive, would you watch it again? I still need to know the job qualifications for the guy that throws the blades. I want to apply. I just want to send my application in. Every time that I watch DOA, because this is not the first time I've watched it, I always a bit hesitant and then I get into it and it's absolutely a ridiculous fun fest right at the beginning the plot is ridiculous and stapled on there's tons of subplots for each character but none of it really matters the action is silly it's not great there's there's some wire foo that could have been done a lot better lots of cuts it's very shaky but it's it's fun and yeah I I had a blast with DOA I'm gonna watch DOA again absolutely uh, Dave, what about you? DOA, would you watch it again? Uh, you know, this definitely wasn't my first time seeing this either. Obviously, I was a teenage boy at one point, And hey, video game movie with a lot of hot girls in it? Sure, I'm in. And it's never a movie that I would choose to watch. But if it's on, I will look at it. And the fighting's not good, but it's still entertaining at times. And Kevin Nash is just goddamn adorable. So I think that's a very reluctant yes, hey. <laughs> I guess. Wow. But like, I don't, I don't feel good about it is what I'm getting at. Like, if you have a choice, watch almost any other video game movie. Oh, I don't go that far. Because... I mean, even the Super Mario Brothers movie, I feel like you can enjoy more as a bad movie than DOA. But at the end of the day, it's not that bad. So, yeah, I'll watch DOA again, I suppose. Juice, how about you? DOA from 2006, are you going to watch it again? I uh, I disagree with you, Dave. This was actually one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time here at Shooty Oh, I enjoyed myself more than I can care to admit I had never seen this movie before unlike any of you I'd played a lot of DOA don't get me wrong and I absolutely enjoyed every facet of this movie there was a lot of bullshit but fuck you bullshit is part of the game when you're playing game over month so yeah right. without yeah. a doubt I'm gonna play DOA again. Oh shit, so I'm sorry. I'm gonna watch DOA again. <laughs> and I'm gonna play DOA again. We are too. We're trying to find like a downloadable version right now. DOA 2. So Casey, not only A, are you gonna have to invite me over when you actually find DOA again, but I kind of already know the answer. DOA, are you gonna watch it again? You fucking know it, man. Oh, Damn right. This is the right amount of camp, cleavage, and carnage for me. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a verdict to give you. Four out of four. We are all going to sit down and watch DOA again. Hell yes, we are. Love it is it. a wonderfully bad movie. I wouldn't even ask if you're going to sit down and watch it and tell us. You need to. We're telling you. You need to sit down and watch this movie and tell us what you thought. Tomorrow, watch it with us. We're going to continue, though. Jay, are you going to be able to top DOA? What are you doing for us next week? Listen, in 1989, I got my first Nintendo Entertainment System, and one of my favorite games that I would get on that was later made into a movie. And that game is Double Dragon, and that movie is 1994's Double Dragon. Mm, Mark the Cascos! 
Yeah, mm. absolutely. And Robert Patrick, who is amazing. What? So I'm really, really, really excited. I don't know who that is, but judging on the screenshots, he kind of looks like Vanilla Ice's dad. Or imagine <laughs> what his dad might look like. Or Justin Bieber's dad. You're not wrong. Okay. I have heard of this game, but I've never played it. And I'm, ex- I, you know what, Jay? I'm going to trust you. Oh, good, good, good. You should try to get a copy before next week. But in the meantime, if you have a bad movie suggestion, want to say hi, send dog pics, whatever, check out the Facebook page, sh.ttycinema. We're on Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. Casey's on Instagram at casey.cinema. Right now, because we're distance, it's a lot of dog pictures. So if you're a little depresso, check those fuckers out. If you want to throw us a couple bucks, I don't know, help us keep going. Keep us going. Swing by the Shitty Cinema Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights. Pat Eric Roberts wig. And turn those lights down low, daddy. Blam, blam, blam.